Hey there, welcome to the Easy Aging Show. My name is Michelle Zavala and I'm your Easy Aging Expert. Each week, I'll bring you tips and strategies that will energize you as you take small, fun-sized actions to upgrade your mindset and get clarity on who you are and what you truly want. With this, you'll have the freedom to go after your dreams and start reveling in the juicy moments of midlife that make your heart sing. So grab a cup of joe or a glass of the red and kick back because your glory days are just getting started. Hey there, friend. Have you ever been stuck, just completely stuck in your life? You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. You don't even know what you want, which obviously makes it hard to take an action, right? That's where I've been lately with my online course, stuck. And honestly, that's really weird for me. I generally never get this stuck and certainly not for this long. So right now I'm looking for some answers. That's why today I'm going to tell you a little bit about my process for all of this and how I depend on my faith to get me through these times. Then I'm going to leave you with a couple of questions that you can ask yourself so you can start thinking about your process and how you handle things when you're stuck or frustrated or discouraged. All right, so let's dive in. Now, y'all know I'm a practicing Christian, and for me, that means a lot more than just going to church on Sundays. (laughs) For me, that means I have a daily ongoing relationship with God. I consult him every day. I read the Bible. I pray. I meditate. I journal. And all these things are not just to learn more about me. It's also to learn more about him and what he wants for me. When I'm stuck, my process is to pray and ask God for clarity and direction. I percolate on things. I think about them. I wait for an answer and then I get moving so I can, so I can move confidently because I know I'm going in the right direction. I generally throw in an exercise or two similar to the ones that I give you every week on this podcast. And if I stumble across something and it feels right, I kind of I poke around at it. I look at it from different angles and, and then I wait some more. At some point, I have my answer and then I say, Eureka, just like they do in the cartoons. Yeah, I say it. So there. And then I start moving. And when I move, I move forward very quickly. But this time it's been different. This time things have felt a little off and the length of the waiting period has been much more extensive than usual. I've been thinking I need to launch this online course now, but then when I pray about it, I keep getting the answer wait or not yet. I get frustrated. I get actually ticked off with all of these delays. I want to go now, but God is telling me "Eh, you need to wait just a little longer. So on one level, I feel like I'm struggling, like I should have an answer by now, but on a different level, on on a higher level, I know I'm exactly where I need to be right now in this moment. And that's one of the beautiful things about having a direct relationship with God. When you talk to him regularly, you know, these days when someone says, hey, I heard God's voice or God spoke to me and said this or that or the other. Some folks scoff or think you're a little, you know, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But here's the reality. The more you chat with him, the more easily you recognize his voice. Now, here's a great example I once heard. It describes it perfectly. Let's say you and I meet, and then I call you on the phone once a week for 30 days for an entire month. The first time I call, I'm going to say, hi, this is Michelle Zavala. We met at dinner on Thursday, and you told me you were new to town, and I gave you the names of a couple of restaurants to try. You'll probably respond, oh, yes, I remember you. How are you? And then we'll start talking. The next week I call you, and then I'll say, hey, this is Michelle Zavala. How are you doing? And you'll know who it is because you remember me, obviously. 
And then the third week of the month, I'll call you and say, hey, this is Michelle. And we'll just start talking immediately because we're getting used to each other. We're getting more comfortable with each other. And then the final week of the month, the last week of the month, I'm going to call you and you pick up the phone and all I'm going to say is, hi. And you immediately recognize my voice because we've been talking so regularly. There's no formal introductions. There's no need to explain who I am because by this time we've talked enough to know each other a little better. And by now you recognize my voice. It's the same way with God. When you talk with him regularly, you start recognizing his voice more easily. There's no hesitancy. There's no delay on your part. Just like in the example, when you pick up the phone and you hear, hi, that's all you need. You know who it is. So for me, when I ask for answers and I hear wait or not yet, I wait. It's not time yet. And maybe it's not even time for me to understand why I'm waiting. I take great comfort in knowing I'm doing my part, which in this case is simply asking, seeking him out and waiting for the answer and waking up the next morning and doing it again and again the next day and again the next day. You know, just knowing all that gives me great peace. It calms me down. It stops me from all the doing. I don't feel like I have to keep doing and doing and I have to implement my whole I've got to fix things mentality. Does any of this sound familiar? I mean, I don't know about you, but when I was young and dumb, I always thought taking action and being in motion and being busy meant productivity and moving forward. I kept thinking, i got to fix things. Or in my case, I kept thinking, I've got to force things to make them happen or things are going to fall apart. But you know, now that I'm older and wiser, <laughs> I've realized, y'all, that's just stressful and exhausting. It's not just bad for your physical body, but it's also bad for your mental and emotional and spiritual health too, right? I mean, y'all, we're in midlife. We need to be careful about this whole stress thing. Bring it down a notch. Bring it down, all right? (laughs) A minute ago, I talked about my process when I'm stuck. For me, that's prayer, that's meditation, asking God for clarity, for wisdom. I percolate on things. I do some of those exercises I give y'all. If something intrigues me, I poke around at it. That's my process. And I use it for a lot of different things, not just when I'm stuck. But here's my first question for you. There's going to be two of them. The first question is, what's your process? What do you do when you feel stuck? When you're seeking wisdom, when you're not sure what direction to go and when you need the clarity that so, so you can get moving, when you're not even sure what to do next. I'm asking you this because I want to encourage you to figure this out before you're right in the middle of all the things, all the ick and the drama and the trauma. When your mind is racing, when you can't think straight because you're so frustrated or disillusioned or discouraged by your circumstances, what steps do you take? Or better yet, what steps can you take to help you manage your emotions so you don't get completely derailed? So that's the first question. What's your process? And the second question is, do you have different processes for different events? I mean, mine is pretty much the same for everything, but I do tweak it as I go, depending on the situation. You may have a completely different way of handling things. Maybe you exercise to blow off some steam. Maybe you eat or drink. Maybe you overeat or drink. Maybe you talk with trusted friends to help you get clear on things. Maybe you talk to God like I do. Whatever it is, why not take a moment to think about it? Because when you think about it, you'll naturally begin creating a plan in your head. That's what we as human beings do. We just start organizing and putting thoughts together and putting the pieces of the puzzle together. It's a very natural process. You are going to start thinking about things like what calms you down? What gives you peace? What is your process for staying out of overwhelm? Write it down. 
just take a couple of minutes, start jotting down some notes. You know, I had to do this a number of years ago because when I would get frustrated or overwhelmed or whatever it was, I just seemed to spiral out of control so quickly. I had to see what the steps are. I had to see what was going to work best for me. And once it was on paper, everything felt better. To recap, if you're in a season of life where you feel stuck or discouraged or disillusioned or frustrated, lean on your faith. Your faith can play a huge role in getting you back to feeling peaceful again. And whether you're in the middle of this season or not, figure out what your process is when you will inevitably be in a season like this. Ask yourself two questions. Number one, what is my process? And number two, do I have different processes for different events? Take the time to think it through and write it down. That's it for today. If you haven't picked up your free gift yet, go to theeasyagingshow.com right now and get it. I'll see you in the next episode. And until then, peace, love, and blessings to you and yours. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening today. If this show has helped or encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You'll find directions on how to do this at theeasyagingshow.com. And to connect with other Easy Agers, come on over to my free Facebook group, Easy Aging for the Baby Boomer and Gen X Years. See you there.